Hi, it's Lisa. Welcome back to The Healing Path, a podcast created to connect our broken hearts as we journey into honest conversations about grief and loss. Following the deaths of two of my children, I struggled for many years to fill the holes in my heart. I tried everything, prayer, meditation, therapy, coaching, reading, journaling, you name it. Plus, I tried a couple of less productive approaches. After two decades of coming up short, I realized I was focused on the wrong thing. Instead of trying to fill those holes, I have learned that building a life around them is a much more worthy goal. A major part of this approach is talking openly about what my grief is like instead of keeping it to myself. With this newfound permission to let all parts of me be here, I feel more human and less like a robot on autopilot. So I created the Healing Path podcast with the hope that sharing our stories in a compassionate environment will help us to work, stop working so hard to hide our scars from ourselves and others and start wearing them proudly as the medals of love that they are. Thank you for joining this episode of The Healing Path. Today, I'm chatting about a post that I shared uh, in April of last year. It's entitled, Check, Please. A few years back, I was at a dinner meeting with a colleague in New York. We caught up on strategy, goals, and collaboration among our teams. The food was decent. The company was awesome. As a year plus had passed since I dined out publicly, I looked back on the joy of breaking bread with a good person and being present for the meal. Like most of us, getting back out into the world is something I crave and look forward to post-COVID. Back to New York. When the waitress brought the check, I picked up the tab. I placed the receipt in my bag where I stashed all my receipts while work traveling. When I got back to Washington, I began working on my expense report. To my surprise, I realized I had both copies of the dinner receipt, the merchant and the customer copies. Oops. Having worked as a waitress, I know the drill. If your drawer comes up short, it comes out of your tips. I thought about our waitress and how she could have negative, be negatively impacted by getting a chargeback of $100 plus and a generous tip. I love tipping. More on that in another chat. If you've ever had to manage and submit expense reports, you know how tedious they can be. Like most tasks, tasks, I was hurried and only had a window of time to get this done. Never clog up the reimbursement process. In addition to the waitress and the restaurant being out of pocket, I thought too that, whoa, my credit card hasn't been charged, but I can submit this receipt and will be reimbursed the hundred plus dollars. In bold, I wrote for a split second. Next, I called the phone number on the receipt and after a few disconnections and waiting on hold, I finally reached someone who understood what I was saying. Quote, I mistakenly took both receipts and therefore need to pay you now for my meal. He took my credit card number and all was well. I share this story because on a daily basis, we are faced with multiple opportunities to show up fully or not. We have choices to do the right thing, which we always know what that is if we sit still for a minute. Or to do the wrong thing. We also always know what that is when we sit still for a minute. Essentially, our lives consist of repeated choices to decide who we are, who we want to be, and act accordingly or not. I was recently told by a senior executive, quote, Lisa, you always do the right thing, whether someone is looking or not. My, unquote, my insides lit up when I heard these words. 
not because it was news to me, but because receiving the message that who I aim to be is actually consistent with someone's perception of me. Pleasing others is never a worthy goal. And in fact, the process of self-actualization, according to Abraham Maslow, requires us to be independent of the good opinion of others. But in this moment, I felt proud. I felt seen. I felt in alignment with the integrity that I aspire to live with. Most of the right and wrong actions we choose are fairly anonymous to others and often unseen. But we know. Aggregate and compound your quote-unquote fork-in-the-road decisions, major and minor, and ask yourself, do I do the right thing whether someone's looking or not? Regardless of the answer, hashtag no judgment, explore how you feel when you recall different choices you've made. Are there things you would have done differently if your life was being live-streamed on a virtual TV program? When you tally up, are you negative $100 plus dollars or submitting for reimbursement on a check you never paid? See how this exercise can draw you into how you might use the answers to make better choices. As Bette Midler beautifully sings, God is watching us from a distance. So welcome to this post about, I guess, kind of doing the right thing, even when no one's looking. Um, Because I think this is something that we all... (laughs) Uh, are are forced to do. I, struggle would be too strong a word because it's really not a struggle um, if we're listening to our essence it, it, to make a decision. We can almost always come up with the first um, with the right decision in the in the beginning of our inquiry. But we kind of sometimes we'll try to talk ourselves out of it. Um, certainly in this situation that I referred to with having a reimbursement uh, receipt available to me that I hadn't actually paid for. I mean, sure, you're going to say, oh, well, (laughs) that's a quick $100. Um, But the truth is that really a lot of these decisions that we make, especially those that are unseen, um, really do shape who we are, even if it's just in our own sort of headspace or our our own awareness of our core essence and, and how we make decisions and how we go through a decision tree of if this, then that, you know, implementing contingencies and things. Um, But yeah, a good rule of thumb, if you're struggling, of course, always run anything you might be going through by a trusted friend or relative or counselor, counsel or anybody like that. Um, But I do stand by the fact I think we know, I think we know what's best. I think we know quickly and easily. And then we, um, at least our brains will spend a lot of time trying to look at things differently um, which isn't so much of a bad thing, but it is if it takes us off the path of what we know to be um, the most virtuous choice. So I am uh, glad I'm in good company and being a good person and, you know, really always aiming to do what I consider to be the right thing. Um, again, people pleasing is not a worthy goal. So it's not about pleasing people. And in fact, I find some of the most worthy um, experiences when it comes to either generosity or just good, you know, just good choices and good virtuous um, living is that I feel better about myself. And it helps me to kind of build a confidence um, that I might not see right on that day that I made a good decision. But over time, um, learning to trust ourselves and know that we, we will um, mostly use our common sense and do what's right on a higher level will help us to kind of bank up a good, um, 
a good stash of karma, which also for me feels like just having that um, structure, that bottom that I that I don't fall below because I've built that foundation. And um, I find that the few, fewer people that know about uh, just generosity and, and things that I do um, are actually more powerful when I keep them to myself. So I'm always looking for ways to to flex those muscles. So thanks for, for listening um, to this episode of The Healing Path. Of course, uh, visit us online, lisamcfarland.com. If you have any fun stories about doing the right thing, um, even though nobody was looking, or doing the wrong thing, and later remembering that you knew what a better choice of action would be, but you didn't take it, and then what the fallout was, it's um, the human condition. So we're, we're in good company with one another. And um, yeah, I look forward to any feedback that you might have about this topic. And until next time, stay present, stay grateful, and stay healing. And as always, thanks for listening.